Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello one and all, and welcome to Behind the Glass, your weekly automotive podcast hosted by two rather uninformed enthusiasts. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I'm Sam from the YouTube channel Seen Through Glass. I'm Tony from Gravelwood Car Sales. And you can watch us each week. We hope you enjoy the episode. It's boring, it's the obvious choice, but 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 therefore, actually, sometimes it's... Uh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm in my head. What have you done? Just, Imposter syndrome? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Brilliant. There's, a, there's like a builder over there. That's not throwing, the reason. No, he's throwing stuff out of a window and he's just been distracting me and throwing me off and oh, I just, I'm not feeling it. Oh my God. Can you start again? Yeah. Is it, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Ah, I don't know what's going on with me today. It was really all I've been looking at everything else and not really thinking what was in my brain. So I was like watching this and I was watching you and I was watching up there and I wasn't really thinking about anything. But so we really actually going to start again? Yeah, yeah, when it came to my time. You are joking. No, no, I'm not joking. Disaster. Oh, it's only five minutes. Get over yourself. Oh, now this I am obsessed by. You are joking. Who has the purple Evora? I know who has it, because I've seen oh, it. Oh, yeah, that is just silver rims, yellow brake calipers. Is it a variant? Is that, am I looking at a GT410 or anything? Or? No, Sport 410. Sport 410. <gasps> that sounds the bomb, huh? Do you, does all of your stuff... The bomb. It's going to blow up like one. <laughs> <laughs> does all of your stuff cook in the boot? Can you ever put anything back there? Uh, yeah, it's okay. I've it's got okay. some more things up behind the back seat, because they're not back seats in it. Exactly, you get that shelf, right? I think that's a great car. I spent that summer in one. I think it's fantastic. It looks that colour is is that paint or a wrap? Yes, it's paint. Oh, look at PTS on an Evora. It's one of the worst cars I've ever seen. <laughs> oh no, this one. Oh no. Just gotta talk about everyone I hope saw this. And I'm gonna need some help because my knowledge of this Clio is lacking in. Well, hold I mean, on a minute. <laughs> go on, what are you Can I say? just say, I don't think that's one car. <laughs> I think that's been. I think that's like a cut and shut. Is that a cat? I mean, should it that be a on the road? Wasn't it? So who, who? Where's the owner? Here he is. You're a brave man. I mean, as I walked up to this car, you were putting parts back on that had fallen off on the way here. <laughs> I've got that photo. So you don't let me scroll up. Look, there he is. Putting, oh, he must, yeah. putting, putting something back on. Okay, just nice and loud, please, because there is a microphone somewhere. Just tell me the story very quickly. Uh, Um, I mean, did you put any of those parts back on, or that's just how you picked it up? Or? I picked it up. I mean, the bumper is held on with bungee cords. Yeah. 
wait, 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 stop. <laughs> You're gonna go on track in that car. Are you well? <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. In a cat S? Yes. Well, you knew where you're going to go left or right and the thing will just go straight because the wheel's going to fall off. I mean, that is actually not funny. It's lightweight when some of those panels fall off halfway around the lap. He's saving weight, isn't he? It's kind of genius. I mean, you are the bravest man in the world bringing that to this event. Yeah. But also an absolute legend for driving it around yeah. and, and embracing the horror that it is. But I just think it's great. It literally looks like junkyard crap, but in the best way possible. If I saw that on the motorway, I would be terrified it would be about to explode. What, how, how much did you pay for it? 1,500 quid. 1,500 quid? 1,500. Yes. Not 150. Or not 15. Oh, my God. They saw you coming, didn't they? Just, just, just as a reference point, I paid £900 for Ivan the Volvo, who you saw multiple times. No, I'd rather have that. Oh, that's so... <laughs> Ivan the Volvo did have a spider's nest living in the front of the car. Yeah, um, uh, yeah I mean, bravo. Uh, are you doing any Brands Hatch track days? Uh, no, I live in the middle, so... Oh, okay. Can you I... tell me when you're going on track next and I'll make sure I'm nowhere near it? <laughs> I'm embarrassed to admit both of us saw this car and didn't know what it was. I liked it. Tony went, I don't know what. It's this, which we think is a Triumph? The little bring blue GT something. Right at the back. Tell me everything. What model? And is it a Triumph? I thought it was a gloriously looking, looking car. What did you say, Tony? It's the worst car I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> what you don't know is that man's in the army, so do you want to change your answer? No, well, I've already met him. He's a very nice man. Um, but I would like to change my answer, because I think he's got some muscles. And uh, He'll turn up outside your house with a tank. Where's the AA truck? Because you're not going to get home in that. Is that coming? He didn't come far, I don't think. Yeah. And he didn't come far? <laughs> But I think on a sunny day like today, that's a glorious little car. Beautiful blue, nice little seats. It must be quite cosy in there. Nice little seats. <laughs> nice little seats. Faru. Faru, who was driving it. It's like a nice place to be. Nice little... Can you elaborate on nice little seats? Like comfortable or they look nice? They look nice little seats. They look comfortable and well maintained. <laughs> and, you know, so it'd be nice to sit in that car okay. and poodle along the Yorkshire Dales. What Are they nice little seats? No, don't be <laughs> Straight answer is no. Uncomfortable? It's falling apart. Falling apart, right, I didn't look clearly. Enough. It looked like it's falling apart, to be fair. So, kick off, remind everyone quickly what your first car was. My first car was a Austin, a white Austin Maestro. Good luck, Ben, finding an image of that to Which put on the overlay. a full-on disaster. Basically, it's it was a manual 1.3, um, and I ha I actually had a brown one before then. Oh, brown! But, bring brown back. But I didn't have a driving license then, so that was the car I used to take to school, and I'd run a corner for my mum, and I used to drive to school in it. But I was like 15 or 16, so <laughs> uh, th that's. I didn't How much did they cost? How did you get that car? Like, like a few hundred quid, mate. Yeah, okay. I mean, I worked at 15. Sure, I, I remember you saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I mean, I went to work. I had it wasn't money. an expensive car. No, no, no. Yeah. And and uh, the brown one I had, I'll tell you a little bit of a funny story, just going off topic. I got chased around my estate by the police at 11 o'clock at night. No. Because it had no headlights. So I was <laughs> driving it around my estate at night time. I lived on a, like a council yeah, yeah. estate and I was driving it around the estate in the middle of the night 
and the police were coming the other way and I've come bombing up round the, <laughs> the corner and they've had to swerve into a thing and then they I, I thought oh shit it's the police so I obviously I knew the state I drove it on the field I dumped it oh off I run off oh my god you're like police interceptors <laughs> I love it chasing a male yeah. so but I, I had to mate because I, I, I mean I I wasn't. Like, but I surely, at that bed. point, you would have got penalty points. Like, no, no, no. I, I mean, I didn't want to get penalty points. I, I, I mean, I should have been in bed. I had school the next day, so it, it was like hilarious. And I, rem- I remember running down the they had a horses field, and I used to run across horses field and down the steps and back back home because the car wasn't registered to me. It was a hell of a long time ago. Oh and as well, God. I tell you another story. <laughs> I used to work uh, Saturday at the bus garage at the time. We still had old tax discs. And I, obviously, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't have insurance, so I couldn't tax a car. So I nicked a disc <laughs> out of the bus and stuck it on the car. <laughs> so anyway, that's just another. That's just I've got loads okay. of stories like that, but that's just a story. Sure. But my first car, and it was probably influenced by that car, was a white Austin Maestro. How long did you have it? Oh, not long. I probably blew it up, and then I had. Like, uh, I went from that to a. 2.3, uh, it was gold as well. Oh, look at you and your strong colour choices at the start of your life. What, what happened to you? This car was like 200 quid though, so you can imagine. It was a 2.3 gear Ford Sierra hatchback. So it's like a five-door thing. But wait, you, you didn't blow up the Maestro or anything like that? that... I, I, I honestly think it caught fire. Oh. Like, I honestly think like it, okay. it, it did die. It did you didn't die. choose to change the car, it died. No, it died. Okay. It was like 150 quid, mate. I mean, when I was young, you could buy easily buy a car 150 quid. Um, and then I had the Ford Sierra. And I remember putting a sound system in that car, the sound system being worth more than the car. And it just shook all the while. <laughs> you know, I had two big, like, in my day, we had big bass amp things that you just force in the back of the boat and you couldn't get anything in the boat at two apart uh, these two big so like when I had that Abba remember when I met Abba yes. yeah. so that was that was my second car and then I think I had I think I had a Cavalier that was green oh, I had again a, I had a green because like, I didn't care about colour I just wanted a car sure because I you didn't ended have up with money. great colours I, I just had like these weird cars that had a green that no one else wanted yeah yeah yeah, yeah. because they were cheap so it was all about money because I didn't have none and, and, and I had a green Cavalier uh, um, and then from there and then and then I I got a bit braver oh no mate flipping ill I had an E30 yeah, this was after the Cavalier. I had an E30 M Sport Ooh, BMW. Hello. Yeah. That must have been a lovely bit of kit. That was the only car Touch word. to this day I've written off. Oh. I crashed it into a skip. Did you? <laughs> my mate nearly went through the windscreen. No. Yeah, his, his head hit the windscreen. Oh, my God. Yeah, because I was going around the blind corner, flat out, Thinking and a van would come down the other way, and it oh was the God. van or the skip, and I ate the skip. Oh, God. Yeah. Coming on to, still, to this day, one of my favourite YouTubers ever on YouTube and as an individual, James the Stradman. I've spoken to you about him before. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he, I actually know who he is. Okay, yeah. Top, yeah, yeah. top lad. Yeah. Um, I've never met him, but I know I know of him. I know who he is. Genuinely one of the nicest human beings on the line. Yeah. Um, is building the most insane house at the moment. That's an interesting series to follow. But we have to talk about his cars because... 
he actually is now, I think, building a pretty incredible collection. I have lost track of what is included in it, even though I watch pretty much all his content. But to recap, thanks to Rishi once again, we've got Bugatti Veyron with that insane bespoke exhaust from, it was a, anyway, mad exhaust. I think he's trying to sell it. I think he's always trying to sell it anyway. The exhaust? No, the car. Oh. <laughs> 911 Safari. What Safari does the Strad man have? That is really good. You like that? Yes. An actual old 911 Safari, not no, the new actually, 992 Oh, one. no, no, no. You were taking the piss. I just didn't no. come <laughs> after that. So apparently, I totally missed He's got an Urus. Oh, he's got a lot of things. So yeah, so okay, let me keep running through it. So yeah, 911 Safari, Ford Ranger Raptor, Jeep, Jeep Rubicon 6x6, which he's... Converted to have six wheels, six, six. Raptor's cool. Okay, but it's, it, oh, yeah, the right, Range Raptor's cool. Yeah, yeah. 458 Spider Liberty Walk. Not interested. Corvette C8. Liberty Not Walk. interested. Aventador Coupe. Not interested. Aventador Roadster Liberty Walk. <laughs> Not interested. Mercy Largo 40th Anniversary Manual. Absolutely would rather walk. Gallardo Manual, which I think he's trying to twin turbo or has twin turboed. Would rather crawl. Lamborghini Urus. Love it. Lamborghini Countach. No. I think the Supra he sold. And GTR, I think he sold. Oh no, GTR 400, 1400 wheel horsepower GTR. 35, R35. Yeah. R35, oh, 1400 wheel horsepower GTR. So yeah, I, I had lost track a little bit. I so, thought I was more across what he had. You've got to look at this Liberty Walk event store though. Hold on a sec. Look do at I that. have to? Look at that, mate. Pink. Look at that. No. Look at that. What is going on there? No. I mean, insanity. And then there's Veyron. Look at the colour of it. Hold on. Boom. The car, yes. The colour, no. <laughs> so the Veyron and the Urus. Is what you take. It, he's probably not done the Urus justice, has he? Probably larried that up as well, has he? No, Judge he's it. just put a nice wrap on it, actually. I have to say, the Urus, he hasn't done anything too crazy for. Maybe he's got plans. I Liberty could, Walk, by the I sounds of things. We find out. Oh, that's a video now. Yeah, probably. Liberty, <laughs> got a Liberty Walk Urus would be insane. <laughs> This, the big moment, is when we said, should we swap cars for a bit? Yeah, that's what we said, didn't it? So did you do this because you were genuinely interested in what my car would be like or because you thought it'd be good content or like what, what, where did this kind of motivation come from? Um, well, I wanted to drive it. Just wanted to see what well, all just, the fuss I, was about. I just wanted, I just wanted you, you bang on about it for four years, how good you are now, I'm in love with it. And actually, to be fair to you, I really appreciate you letting me drive it because it's your pride and joy. <laughs> it really is. I, it, it, uh, you don't let many people no, drive your cars. I was trying to think cars. of who else has ever driven it, actually. Uh, yeah. Well, I know there's not many people, so I thank you for letting me drive in it. It it was a an eye-opener, especially when I went to hit the brakes. <laughs> <laughs> but, so first of all, we said, um, let's swap over. Let's yeah. swap over cars. We had had our coffee. Let's swap over cars. Okay, no problem. Flipping hell, what have, I, what have I said? Why have I said yes? Well, hold on a sec. So what were your expectations? Because well, also, also, can I just jump in here? Because we, we've spoken about this quite a lot since that drive and recording right now. Please do not become Tony from Gravelwood and Sorry, ham things up and think, oh, I'm going to make, I'm going to crack everyone up here. I'm, I'm going to say what they want me to say. No, I'm no, going to be outspoken. Just let's I'm just gonna be, tell the truth, mate. Yes, for the for the first time ever no, on this I show. No, I always tell the truth. <laughs> well, I think podcast. the audience have proven no, that's not the case. Well, that's a lie because I always try and to tell the truth. And you're always right. So correct. So 
Yeah, what were your what were your expectations? Well, I didn't I didn't have and I have actually had a three sixty. It was an F one car. It was a spider, ve- right? Spider. It was a very very long time ago, and I had a four thirty as well. And and obviously it was a, a such a long time ago. I couldn't remember how it drove. Yeah, you know, gets in this car, looking around for the seatbelt. There's no seatbelt. He said, "Oh mate, you could do the harnesses." I said, "What?" Have you not noticed that by this point we've been on the road for two and a half days? You've seen that car plenty of times. Yeah, but I just I'm ass- only ever wearing harnesses. No, no, but I just assumed you might have had a lap belt as well. I just assumed that. I kind of wish I did, but no. Yeah, well, so did I. <laughs> so I get, I get, I gets in this car. I've moved the seat. I've then got to do the harnesses. He says you might have to tighten them up uh, as you go because they come loose. So I spent three minutes trying to. Tighten him up. It would have been five minutes if you hadn't have helped me. Anyway, gets in. Goes to start it. Oh, no, mate. Um, you've got to press the immobiliser button. I'm I mean, thinking, you're what? saying it like that's I, like a huge thing. Know. That's such a common thing. No, I'm thinking, why has he got the motor? Who do, who's going to want to steal this? <laughs> oh, so, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. so, so anyway, piston mode starts up. And, I'm fi- and then it starts up and it cranks up. And I thought, oh, oh. Mm. Nice, nice. Mm. Ferrari. I'm in a Ferrari. We pulls away, and from what I remember, I thought, not your car, but I always thought old Ferraris had an awkward, not-so-good clutch. And I pulls away, and I thought, well, not so bad. Pull, it's fine. Anyway, we get going. And bearing in mind, by the way, I had your car, to be fair to you, and I'm not just saying this, you're my friend, you have got one of, if not the best, 360 around, right? So I'm driving and in the best example. I I personally haven't seen a better 360 than what you've got. So I am driving the best example. So pulls away. We drive up the road. I come out the turning. I pull out. I put my foot down. Nothing happens. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> No, wait. No, no, no. Let me let me speak. And then this big bark, this Ferrari bark, and I start driving down the road and I start smiling. And I'm thinking, I'm in a Ferrari. So first and foremost, no matter what I think about the car, good or bad, I'm in a Ferrari. So I instantly start smiling. It's still a Ferrari, right? So we get we get going. We drive down the road. We started to push on a bit. We were a bit steady first five minutes, as in, then we started to get going and I'm up and down the gears and I'm, and I'm starting to come round and I'm thinking, well, I get it. I completely understand why he loves this car. It's a Ferrari. It still, it still drives like a Ferrari. It still turns like a Ferrari. It's still got them characteristics. And then we push on a little bit more. We start to go a little bit faster. And then, and then we goes into what I can only describe as quite a fast corner you was a little bit up ahead and we we was momentum we were moving we were moving yeah and i goes into this corner fairly briskly um and it went hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when i asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the are you talking about you insane hollywood ass 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Straight. And I, I said to you, mate, why does it do? Why, why does it go straight? He said, "Oh, well, it's the characteristics for 360. It's just what they do." And I'm thinking, flipping hell! I mean, you could have told me this is your pride and joy. Anyway, I wasn't going fast enough where I went straight into a field. I did manage to sort it out. So, um, we then get going a little bit more, and I think, well, I need to, I need to try and stop it going straight if I want to push on because you're in the AMG GTR, which is a load faster and you're a bit in front and you're starting to pedal on a bit more in the Merc um, so I'm going a little bit faster pushing your car a bit faster trying to be respectful as well thinking I don't I would I don't want to drive it flat out you're going to bounce off the red car. line no 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 I wouldn't do that to anyone's car I only do that to my, I do it to my cars but I wouldn't do it to anyone else's I'm always respectful with people's cars so I then I, I then start holding the brake to stop the understeer as I'm going into corners, which worked. Trail braking. Yeah. I know how to do that. Quite good at that. <laughs> well done. Well done. So I, stop, I stopped the understeer. But then as I stopped the understeer, and in a modern car, uh, people that know modern cars, you can, dare I say it, take the piss a little bit more with them. So you don't have to completely straighten the wheel and get the car straight before you can start to get on the power because the understeer is not quite as bad. Then I noticed that I can I can get the brakes in and what I'll do is I'll do what I do on a modern car and as soon as I can see the corner, I'll get on the power. So I've done that and it went straight again. And I thought, hold on a minute, you can't do this either. I mean, I am genuinely going to be upside down in a minute, so I can't do it like this. So... Once I'd figured out how to drive it, and now, and you drive it fairly well, mate. I know you've had it four years, but you know you were pushing on, and it is—it's a tricky car to drive fast, you know. And I wasn't really pushing on like you did, rightly so, because it's not my car. But I can just tell it'd be a tricky car. And the first thing I said when I got out of that car, mate, you need some new brakes because it will absolutely transform that car. But like. You said to me, I always refer to them as piles of shit. <laughs> but that, but that's my that's my analogy of them because I can't do what I want to do in a in a in a modern car. But you phrased it quite well. It's not a pile of shit. It's just old, and that and that is basically it. Really, I had a, I had a I had a good time in it. The time that I was in it, I wouldn't want to take it on a 
on a trip or drive it for a long period of time. I had a nice drive in it for 20 minutes or whatever. I, I had a good experience. It's just not for me. It's not for the way I want to drive. It doesn't do what I want a car to do. I went up to Amari Supercars for my first video of the year over on Seen Through Glass. You did? And did you buy that Challenge to Dali? I didn't buy that Challenge to Dali. So I, I did really? a video saying I'm not, I'm still not buying a Challenge to Dali, which I was like, why? And I'm like, oh, I thought I explained it in the video, but apparently not. Um, but yeah, it, at the moment, it doesn't make sense for me in my life to have the Stradali and the Modena as my two cars. Because I mean, they're 200 grand Stradalis, mate. So, two, that's all the money. That's, that, I don't have that money. And if I did, that would be all my money. Oh, actually, you do have that money. And what are you, you on about? No, you've re- I've just remembered so. You've, you've. I think you've done yourself in. Why? No, you have, mate. Because you had some disposable money disposable come to income. you for that you was going to buy a daily. Remember yeah, that yeah. you was going to sell the yeah. X3. Yeah. Instead of putting that towards your daily budget, yeah. you should have upgraded and bought the seat. Uh, the change. no, but then, but then to run no, to then have a Stradale, <laughs> to have the Stradale and the Modena as my only two cars. Sell the Modena. No, that's the whole point. That's what I don't want to do. That's the whole point. Well, you what well, you don't want to sell it for a Challenge Stradale? No. Oh, I want both, mate, because oh, they're very different experiences. No, they're not. They are. Firstly, manual versus F1, <laughs> hugely different. So don't even try. You cannot. You, you're poo-hooing your own car your no, own no, I'm dream not car I'm you not just went I'm, no I'm saying they're different the point <laughs> and this week we are joined by Max Chilton Max thanks for coming down oh pleasure thank you very much it's a it's an honour to be on this pod I'm new to podcasts but I'm now like hooked to them so he's a good looking lad as well isn't he oh calm down mate oh, calm down it's not that kind of pod <laughs> <laughs> this is going in a very weird direction very quickly oh I'm glad you're honoured to be on the podcast I therefore apologise that we're doing it at Gravelwood car sales because as stupendous. Well, yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> as this says, glorious as dealership is, it's not exactly that warm or welcoming. Um, well, it's not cold today, so it's not that. I think it's cold. Yeah, but it's a bit nippy. I was losing traction on the way here, so it can't be that. Can't be that hot, warm. What, what car did you come in today? I came in a seventy-three 2.7 RS Touring. So probably not up your street. It's probably a bit a uh, bit old for you. But... Oh, I've got no. We talked to him. My yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, we were sitting here waiting for Max to arrive, and I heard this engine come through, and I was like, "Oh, that sounds like an old Porsche." And Tony went, "An old Porsche? Yeah. What would an old Porsche be doing here?" And you bring your car today as well. So there's two old cars. <laughs> I mean, well, Sam's is not far off from being a classic now. It's on that. When do we get a classic? I don't really know what the verge is. 20, 20 years? 20, 20 years, years is so it? So it's 20 years old this year. There you and go. Ferrari officially now call it a classic A car. So, so I can go and get it you're stamped. You're a real dude because you classic. You daily a, a classic. Dude, I'm a real dude. I don't daily, daily mate. <laughs> I, I sort of occasionally weekly it. <laughs> Tony, I do daily that car. No, you don't. <laughs> Let Max think I'm cool. Okay. It's my dream in life. Can we talk about the crash? Yes, come on, son. What, when, when, how, what? So Spain, really weird, the road surfaces sometimes, right? They're, I don't know why they do it, but there wasn't, there wasn't an ounce of rain all week. It was completely bone dry, beautiful weather, hot at night time, so you'd think the tarmac would be hot. We come across these road surfaces, they were like grey road surfaces, like sheet ice. And you would, they, it wouldn't give you any warning. You just all of a sudden have no grip. Anyway, it was about 10 o'clock in the morning. So we'd been going about an hour. So tyres were like, not really hot, but hot. And we come into, 
to a corner, and luckily I wasn't really pedaling. I like to really fire in and <laughs> see the see the uh, the out road that I'm going to fall off if I get it wrong. Yeah. And the car went sideways towards the barrier. Four wheel drift. Four wheel sideways towards the barrier. And I thought, well, that, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, that's it. I'm going to crash the car. Oh, that would have been such a nightmare because then Paul would have had to become the co-host of this podcast. No, I wouldn't have died. Oh, I what a disaster. No, no, no. I wouldn't, I, oh. I wouldn't have died. And to the point I had my friend with me. My friend come with me on the, on the first week because he wanted to come. And to the point, I, as I went into the corner, I went, oh, like that, because I knew the car had gone and I never, ever normally react. And I, I, I like, full on, like, poo come out. Was it as bad as... <laughs> Was it as bad as Mille Emilia when you thought we were going to bin it in the 360? Oh, mate, miles worse. Because, really? Yeah, because we, I was actually going quite fast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what did you do? I, I, I don't know, mate. Okay, but it just didn't hit the barrier. No, and uh, I know I probably must have come off the brake, but like full on, I mean, like... You thought it was out of your control at that no, point? No, 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 I, I thought the car had gone. Full on, like I was... I rarely flap, I was flapping. Will you now back off slightly on public roads? No. Okay. <laughs> what is today's greatest car on earth? The best. The best. Not the greatest, the best. And this is very opinionated. 100%. As in, and you can twist it however you like in terms of um, parameters and where you want to be. We're going to pick two or three yeah to discuss was what I was thinking okay. these aren't necessarily what I truly believe because if you ask me I'm going to say 360 Shadali um, but fundamentally uh, it's the ones that I would suggest because the criteria that I set out for the patrons are current car this is a car that you can go and buy today new which is I would have that parameter because that's what I look at. Yeah, because so, you could see it yeah. forever going, oh, McLaren F1 or Bugatti yeah, Type 35. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the, today's best car yeah. in the world. The additional criteria which I set was these points should be considered. Exterior design, interior design, driving dynamics and performance, comfort, ten- technology, reliability, ownership and running costs, usability, brand strength and emotion. So the car that you consider should be scoring as highly in every single one of those sectors as possible. All right. So the three that I've got in mind absolutely tick all them boxes. So we're on the same page at least. Fine. Okay. So yeah. So look, we'll chat through what we're thinking and then we're going to review some of these patron suggestions and see if we can all come to some kind of consensus on what we think might be. The best best car. car, Yeah. yeah. So go on. You kick things off because this was your topic that you put into the WhatsApp group. So give me suggestion number one. 992 911 Turbo S. Okay, so we're starting with what I would say is a strong point in terms of value. Um, in terms of everything, mate. In terms of, no, no, a strong point as in, that's a, that's a very expensive car. Yeah. Like, you know, Bugatti Chiron is also fantastic, but it's a very expensive car. So yeah. that, I, would, I would immediately mark it down for that. But I'm talking about me, as in... Yeah, yeah, no, no, sure. Uh, you know, it, it, you're not... Um, I've got a few quid, so I can have one. So you know what I mean? So, okay. <laughs> immediately, I'm, I'm marking this down for a few reasons. So yes, money. Practicality, yes. We know that the 992 or the 911 is incredibly practical. That's a four-wheel drive car, four seats, boot space is great, fantastic. The but, best in its class. But it's still, those rear seats are 
fairly unusable. Not worth it. No, like fairly unusable. Yeah. Um, and as I say, at a what, 200 grand car? No. What is it? One eighty. One seventy. One eighty option. Mm, I know because I put, one up. You'd put a lot of yeah, but you could probably pick a PTS green and yeah, gong, yeah, of course, <laughs> and a, and a silly tan interior. But one one seventy will get you a nice spec. Okay, they're on the they're on the internet at two years old at one eighty and that. But if you're going on list price spec, they're about one seventy. Okay, so. Why Turbo S and not a GT3 or just a Carrera GTS? Because the Turbo S just is more than a GTS. It just does. It's just more. Um, and uh, it does loads more than a GT car. A GT car is very good at doing what it does. And it, and it is the best at doing what it does. But it doesn't do all round the stuff that a Turbo S does. You know, you can drive a Turbo S in all weathers, all the time, at speed or comfortly. A, a, a GT3 or a GT3 RS, GT3 RS especially, is awful on the road. It's terrible. Well, yes, it can be too stiff. It can be bumpy. It's terrible, mate. You know, you've got to have it high up in the revs to get it singing and yeah. moving and all these different reasons. But I would argue that I would have a GT3 touring over a Turbo S and, uh, most days of the week. Uh, and and in in the in the real world, in the real world, the the Turbo S is the fastest car that Porsche make in the real world. In the real world. So if we want to stop the fuel crisis, by the way, uh, the fuel price is going up. Don't buy it. Don't so, buy fuel. Stop buying fuel. Mate, how are people going to get around? That's a Public stupid transport. thing. No, you're no, being no, ridiculous no. now. Get on a bike. Get on a pedal bike. Get an electric car. Get on a car. pedal bike. What if your commute, get an electric is car. What if your commute is 200 miles a day? You're getting on a pedal bike? Get an electric car and be patient. Really patient. What's wrong with you? No, no. What's happened? No, no, no. Because are you drunk? What's, this, is that vodka in there? What's this going will, on? This will stop the fuel people. It's all supply and demand. Stop, stop, the, stop the demand. It's, you're being unrealistic. No, I'm not. The UK... People cannot stop filling up their cars. Of course, leisure drives... Well, they're going to have to. The minutes it, they can't afford it. Well, yeah, that's a good point. But yeah. we're not going to be able to afford to heat our houses or turn our lights on it in a second anyway. But you cannot say to the UK people, if you want to bring prices back down, to stop buying fuel. But that's how, that's how we're going to bring it back no, down. No, no, but it's not possible, mate. Well, it should be. <laughs> if you but want them to come down, that's what you got to do. Just stop buying it. No. Well, you only got to stop buying it. It's, it's short-term pain for long-term gain. <laughs> Just don't do it for a couple of weeks. Sure. They'll sure. all panic. Okay, yeah. Bring it down to Good one advice, pound mate. again. Good advice. As Great the audience advice. like to say, you know, you're always right about this kind of stuff, Tony. You, <laughs> so talk, you just talk straight so facts. Angry. You talk straight facts. <laughs> Sam, Sam is just not in touch with the world. Not Tony in the real world, no. Yeah, yeah, in a bubble of social media. Great advice from you. <laughs> Let me just sit on my coffee and think through what you just said. Welcome to the new studio. Brilliant, mate. <laughs> You don't sound that impressed. Well, because I can see what's behind the camera. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I will be very honest with you. Behind the camera is a mess. I wanted to update everyone else on my garage. Uh, because lots has changed, mate. We haven't told people. You know, because you're here every week. But, well, firstly, RS6 is gone. Oh, yeah, it's gone, yeah. I mean, 
It's been gone a while. Oh, thank God you've let that up because I've told everyone. I <laughs> know <laughs> I haven't. I've been telling everyone off the scenes as well. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, off record. No, I haven't told anyone. Uh, yeah, RS6 went a while ago. A couple of you maybe noticed it uh, pop up on social media here and there. And we did address it. I said, you know, with the GT3 allocation and with some things changing, I said the RS6 is going to have to go. You were primed. But we can, addre- we can address it slightly because it wasn't just purely a change in cars or availability of cars that changed my mind i i I didn't bond with that car at at any real point i think it was a fantastic it's a fantastic car if you don't have any other sports cars well it's not just that mate it's a fantastic car if you're not going to do twenty five thousand miles a year in it as well another point because financially that's a big commitment (laughs) Well, for anyone, you're going to lose a lot of cash for anyone because, like, when you when you think, yeah, these people go out and buy SVRs and they daily them and they buy these RS6s and they daily them and M5s, but these are normally businessmen that work in an office and they drive from home to their office ten miles and back, so they're not really that bothered about the fuel because, yeah, it's going to cost them another ten or twenty quid a day than it would in a normal car, but like, who cares? Probably a tenner a day, whatever. Who cares? Um, but if you're using a car like we use a car and and do lots of miles... Oh, here he is. I didn't do that. I yeah. just rested you my hand on the... You're what back is in, this place? You're, you're back into your old habit kicking of hitting the stuff. table. Kicking the table. <laughs> so you've had a couple of weeks of holiday. You've forgotten how to do these podcasts. It's all gone all wrong. Uh, in case you're listening, uh, Tony knocked over the sign which sits at the top of the table. There you go. Thank you. Yeah, so if you're like us and you do lots and lots of miles... Why Why would you spend 300 quid a week and losing a load of money on depreciation driving that sort of car when you can have something a load less and and more fuel efficient? I mean, you're only going to work or you're, you're only doing miles, you know? It's not just that, dude. Like, for me, I didn't need all that kind of car as my daily. Because I say, I, I, I'm... Sp- what a bit- no, 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 because you did need it when you oh, bought it. Yes, but... If I've got the access to other fancy, fast, loud things, it was too much on a day-to-day basis. Yes, it was unbelievably cool walking up to it and getting out of it. And the very odd occasions that I could turn it into some kind of sport mode and have a bit of fun. Sure, but it was still heavy and huge. Yeah, yeah. But most of the time, I was just a bit like, oh, shut up. Because <laughs> you know I mean? it has this awful drone. And it was almost like it was so synthetic that even if you accelerated, it was like... It never seemed to actually match up to what I was doing. And the steering feel was a bit loose. But it was just a, it was just a lot going on when actually... Because it was my daily, I just wanted to get in it and, and cruise around yeah. and schlep around. And you're right, when I got it, it was because I wanted something that I could run as my daily, but could also film and use and feel excited about and get a kick out of. And then, yes, my situation changed, GT3 allocation and something else which we're about to reveal. Um, you know, and I suddenly went, okay, fine. Well, actually, I don't, my daily could go back to being something boring. Um, but long story short, if that hadn't have happened, would I have kept that car that much longer? Probably not. I don't no. think I was ever going to bond with it in the way that maybe I hoped I would or, yeah. or thought I might. So it was always going to go at some point. Because it is a cool car, the RSC. a cool it's car. It's a really cool car. And if you want it for that reason to go work and back, and then at weekends as a weekend car, but you don't do loads of miles during the week, but you want it as a family car and you've got a dog, it is perfect, mate. It really is a, a real proper bit of kit. Hey. 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.